So before we start the podcast today, we got to talk to the man that helped us kick off having you and the Miguel and Holly platypus fam yes. kick off the podcast. Jacob two times! <laughs> Jacob, we missed you! I missed you guys too. The last time I remember talking to you was on November 4th and that podcast never came out, you know? So I, so I kept going back to the same podcast, you know? So... It's a good thing that you guys are back and that you are doing well. And, well, first off, I want to name your tree something. Miguel, are you ready for this name? Okay, because we have, if you haven't been listening to the on-air show, we got a real Christmas tree because Scott wanted one. And it looks beautiful and smells great. And so we've been taking names for the name of the Christmas tree. Jacob, what's your suggestion? My suggestion is that, you call it the Holly O'Connor Christmas tree. And the reason why I say that now is because Holly is my angel to go up on the Christmas tree. And she was a Christmas tree on the podcast on Monday. So I so I think it makes for a good fit for that name, you know? Oh, so, my gosh. Tree. Jacob, you're oh. killing me. Holly, you are that our Christmas so tree topper nice. this year. I'll be the tree topper. Put a little Holly up there. Yes, I love the it. The prettiest sight to see is the Holly that'll be on the Top of your tree. Because amen to that. I love it. Well, thank you, Jacob. Hey, Jacob. And Jacob, tell everybody what podcast they're listening to. They're listening to the Sweet Angel Holly Christmas Tree Podcast with their co-host, Miguel Fuller, who... Miguel Fuller, who created the name the Holly O'Connor Christmas Tree on Throwback 1015 <laughs> Tampa Bay's hit music. I'll talk to you guys next Wednesday. Same time, same station. Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? <laughs> and Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. Thank you, Jacob, two times. Hold on, it's so loud. <laughs> Can't move oh, wow. Can't I'm sorry. Literally, I remember coming up in the radio industry, and you would always hear those, like, for the older radio people, they're like, I got into the business when I used to sweep the floors of the radio station, and one day the morning show guy got sick and didn't come in, and they asked me to fill in, and so then I became a star. Yeah, that's that's a lot of older generations' yeah. success stories. That is it. Like, if I got sick, they'd be like, oh, we're just going to play more music. They wouldn't be like, oh, hey, board op who works overnight, host the morning show, which they should. I think that'd be great. But I say that to say that my I have a a knee problem right now. And so I control the board. It's this big. You run the buttons, but you push the buttons and run the ship. I push all the buttons and I take pride in doing that. I love doing it. But with. Your knee, you don't realize that everything is connected to your knee. Mm. And so I've got about one, two, three, four, and sometimes my laptop, five computer screens that I rotate between to do stuff. And so I move usually pretty quickly, but right now with this knee, if I move too quickly, it's like eight people are just jabbing my knee with a with a knife. Oh my god. And so that's why I'm like, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta move slowly. Sorry about you. 
Uh, but thank you to Jacob two times. It's good to hear from you to help us kick off the podcast. Absolutely. And remember, if you ever want to be on the intro of a podcast, Wednesdays are reserved for Jacob two times. Yeah. But Mondays and Fridays, hit up the Hot 101.5 app, open mic feature, leave it there, and then we'll have you on. And if you hear yourself, send me an email, and then we will get you a Miguel and Holly sticker or a mask. I love it. So uh, before we get into this very awkward topic that we're about to talk about, um, shout out to Special K. On the Apple review, Apple podcast, they left a review for us. And they said, if you enjoy listening to Miguel and Holly on air, you will love the Uncensored podcast. The topics are a mix of personal and current events. I like that Miguel, Holly, and Scotty bring in many perspectives, gender, sexual orientation, age, race, caregiver, mental illness, and other life experiences. Y'all are funny, relatable, and bring out the best of Tampa Bay. Wow. I always feel so joyful when I hear those and then I promptly forget them and then you know I'll go about the rest of my day and I'm like what, what am I doing with my life but it's so cool to know that other people think that about what we do I'm putting it in our group chat so now you can look at it and okay. you'll remember it thank you um no it that's like when we won for best uncensored podcast and we were on a list for like the go-to Tampa Bay podcast yeah we forget because we're in this little room it's just the three of us mm-hmm. right. and not saying that it's not special, but it is like we're at work. And so it's one of the things that we do. Right. So it's like we've got to do the little liners that you hear saying, hey, it's Miguel, Holly and Scotty tomorrow. A headphone karaoke or hey, it's Holly and Miguel for uh, Furman. Right. Or Holly. Da, da, da. So we're like, OK, we got to do this. We got to do this. We have a Microsoft Teams meeting. We got to do the podcast. And so as soon as you do it and then we push it out into the universe, you promptly forget because you're going down the list. And so it's just so cool that we have this moment where we really just let our feelings and our soul out. And then we go on with the rest of our list of things to do. It's it's normal for us. I imagine for most normal, normal, I say non-radio, for most normal people, like you don't have 30, 45 minutes, an hour of a, your day every three days of the week. Right. Where you're just being ultimately vulnerable and talking through feelings and mm. doing all this stuff and then moving on like you just didn't do it. <laughs> And then, then, like, if there's a part of my life, and there is, that uh, we don't talk about, I always feel like it's heavy. Right. It always feels heavy because yeah. I'm like, I haven't talked about it on the podcast yeah. yet. I haven't mm. I haven't shared my thoughts with our fam yet. Even right. though, like, it's a, we have a weird life sometimes. It is. It is. Like, I, it's been stuck on my soul that we actually haven't talked about the election and what happened. Because when the election happened, that's when oh, yeah. I got COVID, Holly got COVID, and there was we just did not have the energy to do the podcast. No, we couldn't. We were just trying to do the we show. Had COVID. Right. That we actually that we get paid for. So we just there was like no energy reserves to do the podcast. We went to work on COVID. Yes, yeah, we, we did. We were working with COVID. With we COVID. were <laughs> We were sick. And I always wondered that. I was like, what do you do if you're sick? Because they're like, oh, we can get you to work from home and our engineering team did an amazing they job mm-hmm. of setting us up for that. But I was like, but you, hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm sick still. At the I end mean, of the day, still sick. I yes. mean, but listen, that we could have not worked. That was more so me just being like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, listen, if we're sick with this thing, we got to talk about it. Or we yeah. gotta, I think it turned out fine. I actually had fun with it. It was fine. Make snacks mm-hmm. while in between breaks. <laughs> I know that was kind of funny to watch, but I was fine. Like, as long as we took that Monday off and that was when I was like in the sickness right. of it. And then once I felt like I was, like, able to move around and, like, not lay in bed, I was like, all right, what else am I doing at 5 in the morning? Right. But, you know, I, 
I uh, I tell you what, whoever these bleeping companies are, and since my voice went out on the actual radio yesterday by oh, accident, yeah. I'm afraid to like say any a bad word in the studio, even with the podcast. Um, these companies that are like, hey, do you want your extended warranty on your cars? Like, who are these fucking companies that keep calling? Like, it's so annoying. It's so annoying because then, like, I try to be nice because those are actual human beings with feelings. Are they? They are. Sometimes. Sometimes they are, but sometimes they're real because my mom has worked in a call center, and I remember her coming home and being like, she would just be angry because she would just have to take it all the time. So I try to be nice, but when you get four or five of those calls, and then they're calling about a car you haven't had in, like, five years— you're like, at least get your fucking information right. I always felt like it was a big scam. Yeah, it, it has to be. Behind the curtain, I used to do voice recordings for that stuff. Oh, Holly's a scam artist. She oh. made millions of dollars. She actually bought a yacht. You have a yacht? <laughs> I want to go on a yacht. I can't even think of a good joke about yachts right now that would s- showcase how starkly ridiculous it is that I should ever have a yacht. Maybe one day. Holly, if we ever become syndicated in Jacksonville or... The closest uh, I have to a yacht... Sarasota? ...is a bathtub toy that my kid has that looks like a boat. <laughs> do not have a yacht. And as a matter of fact, it would be 20 bucks a pop. That's what it was. <laughs> 20 bucks a pop, and it was like the middle... Uh, it, there was a middleman company that I worked for. I was the voice talent. There was a middle person company, and then there is other, like, the big corporations that want to hire voice talent. Mm. And it was a good deal, because you could get a voiceover, like a, a one-page voiceover... The companies could pay the middleman forty nine dollars for a mm. one page read, and the talent would get twenty bucks, which means like- they would get thirty. Right, and I would get twenty, and they would especially the longer I was in this company, they would just inundate you, and they'd be like, "We need this like now." Oh, so I'd have to like find a computer with Adobe Audition on it and get my microphone. It was crazy, but um, I did a majority of what I did for about two years at that time. It was probably in like. Uh, maybe 2010, mm-hmm. 2011, were those things. And I mm-hmm. promise you, I would be like, hi, this is Ashley. Do you still have the warranty on your car? Oh, wow. I wish I had a script in front of me. It would be, like, ridiculous. I'd be like, hi, this is Ashley. Do you still have the home warranty on your uh, home? Because we're looking to extend the warranty. You can either press 1 to go to the blah, blah, blah caller, or you can press 9 to be put on our do not call list. Again, that's 1 if you want to speak with a caller, or 9 to be put on the do not call list. Don't call me anymore! Yeah, I know. And then that's me on the <laughs> I other. I just don't answer. I don't like, answer either. Why are you answering? Miguel answers all the time. Oh, uh, no. I do. Why you do, do you answer? Well, just because of my mom and grandma, I just don't know because the area codes uh, are different. Yeah. Like, usually, because I still have a Panama City area code. Same. And that's why if I ever, ever see 850 numbers calling me, I don't answer it. Right. And typically, those are those sales calls. They'll do. They'll Like, if it's an 850 number, I won't answer it. But if it's a 727 number from here in Tampa Bay, or if it's, like, an Atlanta number, I'll answer it just in case it's something for the station. Um, because I know, like, well, pre-COVID, when some of the salespeople here, like, they would actually be here in the building, and they'd call from not their cell phone, but from their office. And so I would pick it up. Or there's just so many things with the show that I just don't want to miss. But so I end up picking up the phone calls. But lately, I'm just like, girl, bye. I, I just trust that they'll leave a voicemail if it's actually important. Right. Like, if you actually right. need to get in touch with me, you'll say what up on a voicemail. Yeah. What if, if it's what important, up? they'll leave a voicemail. Do are, do voicemail still like? I feel like for some reason I used to enjoy them when I was younger, 
And now, like, leaving voicemails, I always get really oh, awkward. I, I never it. leave a voicemail unless it is super timely or urgent or <sighs> if I'm calling someone that, again, would, like, maybe ignore my number. Right. If they didn't know who I was, so I put who I am. But other than that, I will never leave a voicemail. Because why? I know. You're I just not going to listen so to it. They better listen. I do it with, like, people I'm really close with. If you don't answer, I'm going to give you a whole conversation on a voicemail and just have fun with it and oh, just kind of take away life. 30 seconds of you. It's I wonder, fun. Have you ever left a voicemail on my phone? Probably not. I don't call you much. I Why would he need to call you? 17 hours a day. We didn't always live together. Uh, but a majority of our now friendship is now together. Yeah. Like, I was only not with you for like a like a year. True. And when were you calling him? Yeah, so no oh, voicemails. You know a topic we should do? What voicemails do you have saved on your phone? Like, I just scrolled through, which I haven't done it in years. I have some voicemails from 2013. Oh, my gosh. 2015. What I have one from 2012. What's that? Wow. So, I don't want to do this live because I feel like we need to, like, go through. But let's, Scott, write that down. Maybe um, on Friday's podcast after we talk about your life-changing career move that could be happening this weekend mm. um let's uh play some of our voicemail our old voicemails and like and then i went to my deleted folder and it goes back to 20 the first one is 2016 it's a birthday message i think and then it just goes 2017 i don't know what these are yeah i'm so curious and there's some names i have saved in here that i, I have haven't one from you from me yeah oh god so we'll do that uh on friday's uh podcast um, oh, but I did want to mention, too, as we were talking about working through COVID. Oh, yeah. Um, and we had the option to not work, but I'm such a workaholic. I was like, no, girl, this will be good for the show. We can talk through it. And then I found this meme because I post on my Instagram every morning um, at Miguel Fuller, my Monday through Friday thoughts every yeah. day. And I started doing it like a year ago. And it was just a way for me to just... Instead of just scrolling through Instagram, I scrolled through, like, the positive quote. I follow yes. a lot of positive meme-style things. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of gets my head right in the morning instead of just looking at everyone's story and, like, yep. getting mad or feeling some negative emotion in the morning. Mm-hmm. But the one I posted today, it says, You're addicted to trauma because the only way you've been taught to measure your strength is by measuring how much hardship you can endure. Yeah, I felt personally triggered by that. Yeah. I felt like you were targeting me, and I was like, what he's saying? <laughs> what you got to say? You want to say to my face? What? <laughs> no, that was me, and that literally made me think of when we worked during COVID because I have this weird thing that growing up, I would watch all those behind the music or E! True Hollywood stories yeah. about these actors, and for some reason, it just always resonated with me when it would be about, I'm making this up, like when Leonardo DiCaprio was on the set of Growing Pains back in the day and he was battling his mom having cancer and his grandma and his dad and all this, but he still showed up with the smile on his face and worked through it and no one ever knew he was struggling. Mm. And I would always be like, oh my God, I want to be that adult. I want to be the person that whatever adversity hits me, I will struggle through. That's interesting. I, for some reason... It, internalize that who thinks that as a child me me as a kid i didn't even (laughs) have the capacity to think about that stuff nope that was me 
I would think about that. And yeah. then especially like those lifetime or after, after school specials, but it was like those Saturday night NBC, ABC movies. And it would be like Tori Spelling um, in a special made for TV movie where, you know, she had sex with a guy and um, he, he said no or she raped him or he raped her, and then she'd be like, oh, my God, I was raped. And he'd be like, no, you're a slut. And then, like, they'd write slut on her locker or in the school or in her car, and she'd be like, and her mom would be like, well, we're going to take you out of this school. And she'd be like, no, I will not let them make me go anywhere. And I'd be like, yes, you fight through the adversity. You never let them win. All those lessons stuck with me, and I don't know why they did. And so I, I when I saw that meme, I thought about, why didn't we just take off during COVID? Like, why didn't we just <sighs> not work? But it's because I least, have that. Or at least for the first week. Right. But I have that instilled in me that I'm like, no matter what, you show up and you show out. I don't care what pain you're going through. You mm. do it. That's an interesting topic. That's an interesting thing. Why do you say that? I, say, I mean, I say it because it's like, well, one, I think it's very, it could become very problematic. Absolutely. I think, well, I think for me, because this is something, obviously, like, I'm, you know, if listen to the recent podcast there's a lot of things going on in my life and i ask that question <laughs> yes. every day of like you know do i want to do this right. am, am i up for it to get up and just go through it because when i especially when i came back to the show after everything happened with my mom i was like you know i needed to make sure i was right and i was so thankful that you all miguel and holly didn't make me feel pressured to come back our boss will didn't make me like feel pressured it was all on me and i like that because i came back on my own terms feeling when I was right. And I think the difference is like, if you aren't feeling right, I was, when we, you all first got COVID, we didn't do a show that Friday. And as someone that's now been on the show for almost, you know, two and a half, three years, it's like, that was a huge step because I think before a year ago, it wouldn't have been like that. It would have been like, oh, just push through it. And even though your mind was telling you no, you still push through it. That's the difference for me. Like I'm trying to get to a place and I'm getting pretty close where it's like, if I don't feel right with it, I'm just not going to do it. Right. I got to do what feels right in my own heart. And that's, you know, I remember the the challenge of, like, not working with everything happening in my life. I was like, yeah, you know what? I just don't feel up for it. And I'm not going to feel guilty for it because right. I need to do what's right for me right. so I can be better in the long term with everything else. And I almost find, you know, this goes into a whole other deeper thought of just how our society works with how we view working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like. We celebrate people working through their pain, but we don't celebrate people, like, taking the time to deal with their pain. Mm. And it's like, mm. that. I'm so happy for the environment that we're creating here now. And especially, like, because I've had a lot of conversations with our boss, Will. And it's like, that's something, like, I told him straight up, especially with everything in my life. I was like, I'm so thankful for you because if you came at me in another way or another tone of voice and made me feel like I needed to come back, I'd leave. Like, just simply as that. Like, it just wouldn't be the environment I want to be in. Mm -hmm. But understand that it's like you have to put yourself first in those moments. Just like that Friday when you took off work. Like, you were sick with COVID. Other people and other jobs, if you get COVID, you go home and you, you know, you deal with it and you get better. That's the main focus. Right. Obviously, we were able to still do the show. And if you weren't up to doing the podcast, that makes sense. It would have been dumb to push through even though your body's exhausted asking for something else. I still felt guilty about not doing the podcast. Of course. We I don't. Doing it. Sorry, I still y'all. felt bad. I Why? still felt bad. I don't know. I guess. And I'm, I'm working through it. Like that Friday, like because I found out that Thursday of the election that I had COVID. Yeah. And it was like four or five o'clock. 
And if it were like a year or two ago, I would have been like, Abe, somebody, can a friend go to the station, get equipment? We need to be on the air tomorrow. And now, and I guess maybe it's just maturing and getting older and like realizing your priorities and being like, I need to like stop. We had the similar discussion not not that long ago, maybe a couple months ago now, about you and your inability to yeah. say no or right. um, let even it's not even like letting people down in your own head. It's like letting people yeah. down, but yeah. right. you're that's you're not in their head. Oh, absolutely, it's on you, right? Um, and I think couple couple things really quick. So it might be a generational thing, which I love that Gen Z is coming up with this awareness <clears throat> of mental health and like putting yourself first yeah. and not putting the corporation first because they'll just replace you if you die. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Miguel and I coming up, I mean, we worked with a, a in an environment and I'm pr- probably for you in Savannah too, but it, for me, for sure. Oh, absolutely. In Findlay, when oh I was in Ohio, God. you just did it. Yeah. It does not matter what is going on in your personal life. One time, um, I don't remember, I had some, uh, some wedding and my boss at the time was like, uh, but you have the Hancock County Fair remote. And mm. I was like, but I... I really wanted to go to this wedding, and they're like, it is the biggest buy that we've had this quarter, so you will be at the Hancock County Fair. I'm like, and the thing is, nobody else could go do it. I was the only person live, so I was like, Mm. all right. Like, it was like we were trained to put everything else to the wayside. So it's like having to relearn it now in our 30s, but I do feel like Scott's generation and those coming up may – put more focus on mental health and it's physical, but it is also mental right? because we're trained. And a lot of it comes from depending on the generation or who your first boss was or what your parents do mm. that you are taught it's weakness right? Yes. or yeah, it's yeah. bad or it's, um, you feel like someone's always going to take your spot. Yeah. yeah. You're not it's successful. Fear. It is fear. And I think it all comes down to fear yeah. right? and it's just so unhealthy for you especially mentally you know like i've had a thought very recently that just keeps going in my head and it's like the same thought of you know if you go to that wedding holly you're just talking about like instead of working and for me it's like i picture myself like a 90 year old and i'm like okay like i'm looking back at my life and i'm like ah man i don't want to be the one saying like thank god i skipped all my friends events and i didn't take that trip because i got to work a couple more days and show my boss i was worthy like for me, like, that's a legitimate fear that I'm like, uh-uh. Like, I get it. Like, I'll put in the work when necessary, but I'm also, I have this view where I'm like, yeah, there's a little, there's a lot of things that are a little more important than showing up for something. Or, you know, the world's not going to end if I miss this. Right. And trying to get that just constantly flowing through. I mean, I do want to say, I just had this thought, too, that we're also coming from a very priv- privileged place. Yeah. yeah. You know, like me right now as a 35-year-old person who's been in this business for almost 15, 15 years now, which sounds insane. Yeah. Um, When I was your age, Scott, I couldn't say no. Like if I said no and missed a day of pay, that was my rent. Mm-hmm. That was my – and so we work for a company now, and hopefully that's changing with other radio companies right. where we have that option. Like, they encourage us to, you know, have mental days. Yeah. And we've never want, well, once before, we've never been denied a day off. Mm. Like, we've never, out of all the times that I've been like, ooh, we're kind of pushing how many days we can take, but I have this going on in Atlanta or I want to go do this. We've never gotten no. It's always been like, hey, we appreciate what you do. 
take the time to recharge. They just ask that we figure it out. Right. Like do what you need to do to cover yourself. But I also want to say that we're also coming from a very privileged place that, you know, when we had COVID, we could work if we had the option to. Whereas like my fiance, he owns a painting company. When he can't show up to work, there is no pay. Right. There's no no money. And if you are young and you're like working a part-time job or several part-time jobs. Where you can't miss. Right. And your best friend is having the wedding and you're like, if I don't go to this job, then I don't know how I'm going to pay rent, you know. So I also want to put that out there, too, that there are sometimes positions where you can't say no. But when you do get to that spot, when you hopefully get to that point in your life where you can say no and you can afford it, Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. And it's, I'm trying to teach myself there. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Oof. So important. I'm going to take a day off. Oh. No, we can't take a day off now. No. We have li- right. we have literally less than two weeks. No, that's right. <laughs> and then we're off for a couple And we're weeks. off for two weeks. I know. We're very, we're very, 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 very blessed. I know we are. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with my kid during those two weeks, y'all. Like... Is she going to be with you the whole two weeks? Yes. Although, and I say that lovingly, you know. Uh, single parents, <laughs> single parents will yes. get it. Yes, yes, they'll yes, get it. Girl, I remember the happiest day for my mom every year was when she would put me on a plane and send me to Atlanta for the summer for my grandma. It was like my mom was late to everything, and she was never late for that. She'd have my bags packed. She'd be like, "It's time to go see grandma." That she was excited. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Like you know, and like for some reason, have my daughter think that I don't want to spend time with her. Yeah. Like right. I do. I schedule extra stuff. Like I'm gonna take her. Uh, not this Saturday. Whatever. Next Saturday. Whatever. To Bush Gardens for the ice skating show. Ooh. We're gonna have a whole mommy daughter day. But like when every day is mommy daughter day, and you also have your parent, and you're also oh. trying to like squeeze in time with other people. It's so it's like tough because it's it's constant. Yeah. That's what my biggest problem was during quarantine at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm, right. I, as an individual, have learned this about myself. I need some alone time. Yes. If I don't have alone time as a human, as a, as a you know, Capricorn sun, Pisces moon, empath person, if I don't get some alone time, I, I start to become a shell of myself and I'm depleted. Not and I good. can't help anybody. Right. Um, so I do need some alone time. But I just got to figure out, like, how and when that's going to happen because, and you know, if you are a single parent that is, like, the main parent, if you will, um, it's tricky because it's, like, filled with guilt and also you want some alone time, but then you don't want your kid to think you don't want to hang out with them. But then you also want the other parent to get their time in. Like, when can the other parent get their time in? So it's a bit of a dicey situation that I'm trying to now figure out. But... I'm looking forward to sleeping in regardless. Amen to that. We're going to Atlanta right after the show next Friday. Mm. Um, By the way, here's a little plug for our favorite thing show. Uh, The last show of the year for us, December 18th, we're doing Miguel and Holly's favorite things. And myself, Holly, Scotty, we are literally from 7 a.m. until the end of the show. There's no blown off. There's no hot in Hollywood. There's no trending. It's only you winning prizes. But I will say, because we do have some listeners that live in like Atlanta or San Diego or Phoenix, um, it's only for local people that listen to the show, unfortunately. But if you do live in the Tampa Bay area, next Friday the 18th, we're giving away everything that we love. All the things. And I just secured one of my final things um, for next week. And it got me emotional because I really feel like it's going to be life changing for someone. Oh. 
And so I'm super excited that I was able to put this package together for someone to win. That's really awesome. So it's going to be really cool. That's uh, next Friday. And of course, I lost my train of thought. Oh, we're going to Atlanta after the after our favorite <clears throat> things show. And we are actually going to, we booked a cabin with my college friends that I normally go on a cruise with. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, we booked a cabin in North Georgia. Nice. And we all did it Saturday night when I had been at home all weekend because of my knee. And I was like two sheets to the wind because... Oh. I'd been home by myself because Abe was working all weekend because he's got a lot of stuff before we go on vacation. And so I was just drinking, and then they FaceTime me, and they're like, Miguel, let's do a cabin. I was like, ooh, yes, girl. (laughs) Just go for it. Girl, next thing I know, I woke up, and I had sent a deposit for Abe and I, and I was like, you're in it now. Wait, what are we doing? So it's (laughs) three days of all of my college friends in one cabin. I love this. And we're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. We're just there. That's like what we did. My friend had a bachelorette party and did the same thing like last November, about a year ago now. Mm-hmm. And it was her bachelorette party, but also gay guys, our gay friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like mostly girls, some of the gays. And we had this cabin with a hot tub and oh, nobody did anything. Best. Like they went hiking. My ass was in the hot tub. Oh, girl. But everybody was just drinking and making food. And it was a blast. What do you do during the day? Well, on one of, like I said, one of the days they went on a hike. Like mm-hmm. the majority of people got their winter gear on, and I sat my ass in the hot tub with one other girl. Cause I'm like, first of all, I'm from Florida. I did not have hiking gear. <laughs> and I also boats. don't hike. No, I don't, I'm not hiking. Yeah, um, so that was like the main activity that they did. But then they, we just kind of came back and like, talked cooking takes up a lot of time because especially if you're cooking for Read. the whole group Ooh. or sharing stories or, i should plan out menus yeah, yeah like we had a great time and two and i'm so actually thankful that some of the gay guys came because they were really good cooks mm-hmm. and they brought like a lot of the food and then other people brought drinks and everything because the cabin isn't supplied with that like they have plates and you know you utensils. cook and utensils and everything but then you have to cook your own everything and they made such delicious meals so a lot mm. of the it was like prep work and you're just having conversations as you're cooking and then we'd play cards or they could play games and then at night it was just like you know freaking party going on it was awesome okay i like that like cuz i honestly thinking about it this week i got worried i was like because normally when we all hang out we get together and then we go out and do something. Mm. It's been a lot. Not since college do have we done like a house party. So I'm like, bring oh, back girl. the college games for real. Who's playing asshole? What did y'all use? To, what? what? The? No, we never played asshole. I mean, girl, we're gay guys, so somebody's asshole is gonna get got. All right. Wow, that is Sorry. not. That Sorry. is not what I'm talking about. Sorry. That's fine. That's the game we played in college. Okay, not the same. <laughs> Y'all, that was my favorite drinking game. It's still to this day, and I haven't played it in years. How do you play asshole? Best. Oh, I can still tell you. So you deal out the whole deck to everybody, and then it it's like, oh, God, it's, I, let me see if I can remember when you have to shout out the rules, because I was always the rule shouter at the bar. So, like, you do the cards, and then you and then you go, doubles beat singles. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Doubles beat singles, triples beat doubles, fours social, two clears. Those are the rules. So, like, mm. you just start with the whoever. Oh, I, I'm remembering it now. Whoever has the uh-huh. three of clubs starts. And I don't know why it's a three of clubs. It probably was random. But it's, like, the lowest, you know, card in the deck that's not a two because two is clear. Right. Uh. So everybody's got a hand. And whoever's got the three of clubs throws their card down first. And then it goes to the, like, clockwise or whatever mm. around mm-hmm. the group. And then you have to either... 
like the typical way to go is so there's a three down. So I would draw, am I, you want to get rid of all your cards. That's the point. Ah, okay. So, and like I said, two's clear, fours are social. So those are, are special cards. So if you have one of those, kind of hang on to them. But someone throws a three, it's to you. You're like, mm, I have a five. That's low. That's not going to be needed. So I, then I throw the five on top of the the three because it's larger. Mm-hmm. The next person might throw a six, a seven, and eight. It goes up the deck. Then you get to, uh, you add on to that. So, like, let's say a three is thrown, but you don't have, like, a five or a low card, and you want to get crazy and, like, throw the person next to you under the bus, you throw, like, two eights. Mm. So doubles, or or let's say you have two threes. Mm-hmm. Doubles beat singles. So there's a three down. If you've got two threes, you throw that. Oh. And then the next person has to beat two threes. Oh. So you need like two fives, two sixes, two sevens, or something higher. If you throw a triple of something, <gasps> someone's going to have to try to beat that oh. with another triple. If you can't play a card, you have to drink. Ah, that's the I was like, where does the drinking come in? If you can't play a card, you have to drink. Also, you have to drink. If, like, a three gets thrown, and then I throw a three, that skips you. You have to drink. Mm. Like, if I I match that card, I'm drinking. Um, Two's clear. So if you have a two and it gets all the way up, you're, like, dealing, you're, like, staring at a triple king, and you're like, what the hell am I going to do with this? Two's clear the whole thing. You throw the two, the asshole has to clear it. So the first round, there is no asshole. Whoever is out last... That's the asshole. But um. you, whoever throws the two, it's the asshole's job to clear the cards as quickly as they can. Because if someone starts going one, two, three, and the asshole has not cleared the cards, they have to drink their whole beer. So they clear. Oh, and geez. then, finally, the social card, number four. So you throw the four when you want everyone ah. to drink. So, like, say you can't play anything. You're like, well, I have a four. Boom. Social. Everybody drink. Oh, and then fun. it goes on to the next one. Asshole is the best. Wow. <laughs> I think we played Ring of Fire. Yeah, yeah we, had, we, we, we called it Kings, I think. But, oh. but it's the same type of thing. Okay, yeah. That's the only thing I remember. And I don't, I just remember if somebody said like a product, then you had to like say the name. Well, they do, you do, that's categories. Categories, One of yeah, the cards is categories. Right. So you had to be like candy bars, be like Hershey's, right. nah. blah, 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 and then they couldn't need a drink. I think, is that the same one or is there a different one where it's like, Name songs from an artist or something. Is well, that that could be any cat? Like one of the cards, I think nines maybe was the category card. Okay, because I think that's what it was. I don't remember that one as well as I remember asshole. I just remember whenever that one came up, I was really excellent because I would just go down the albums of Britney Spears and oh John gosh. Mayer, and I could tell you each track list, yeah. and I would just be like. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was good. I didn't. I would get nervous, and I'd like only do a couple and forget. I'd be like, I'll just drink, and it was gross because wasn't that the game where, like, there was a big drink in the yeah. middle? Yes, with it was like mixed. Yeah. yeah, it was like you had to pour some of everything. Yes, into that's just. Oh god, this is gonna be a messy weekend. Like, you, please be. look up asshole. I will write down the instructions <laughs> yeah. for you. It's the Careful. best. I just really want. Now I really want to play that, but like. You need to play it with a group, but yeah. I am never with a group, never. especially a group that if I were to be like, y'all want to play asshole? They'd be like, shut up. How old are you? Aww. Like, no. How many people do you need to play it? Probably, Probably like, four. Yeah. We can play it for our uh, Miguel and Holly intimate Christmas party. Intimate. <laughs> Is it? 
it being called the intimate Christmas party? <laughs> yeah, just because it's us. So uh, it's like, it's intimate. just, it's the intimate. It's not, I, I don't want to like put a big label on it. Like, oh, girl, come on. Yeah. It's just us. It, it's just us. We're just, but it's us in our, in our festive holiday clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Have a sweater on. Yeah. Why do I feel like we're just like sitting outside some lights and there's like silence. We're just like. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> See you bitches every day. Here we it's are It's our again. Christmas party. Hey. Um, wait, are we going to go? Are we, I thought we were going out to dinner. We are. We can. Are we getting picked up in a limo? Who's paying for that? I don't know. I just, I've been in a couple limos this year. <laughs> oh, so what? Okay, listen. Just, so this also behind I've the been scenes. in a couple limos. To let you know, this is also, it's doubling as our Christmas party with the three of us. And it's also uh, us saying, Abe and I saying thank you for mm. organizing our engagement, helping with that. Right. And so we're we're paying for dinner. Um, we could, you can't, you can't play it at a restaurant, can you? No, because no, it probably gets God. loud and rowdy. No, it in a gets restaurant. so rowdy. And the, oh, by the way, and that's what, like, the first person that's out is the president. The second person that it gets rid of all their cards is the vice president. Then you have secretary. Tra- depends on how many people oh. you're playing. Mm-hmm. And the last person who's still got cards in their hand, that's the asshole. Now, if you want to get real crazy with it, like if you're at a fraternity party, oh. you have to like get a, a case of beer, like the carton, the cardboard carton of the beer, and you make a hat out yeah. of it. And the asshole wears the hat. So... Wow. See, the gay parties didn't have that. I was drinking sangria normally from a jug. Lame. (laughs) I loved asshole so much. I wish I could say save save that, that, but don't save that. Don't. You know what I meant. Don't. Don't save that. You know what I meant. Anyway, so, no, we can't play at a restaurant. No. No. (sighs) Well, maybe in the new year, I'll I'll cook dinner. Um, Because, Holly, you still haven't had my chicken parmesan. No. You've never had my chicken parmesan. So, one day I'll do that. Although, I mean... What? Is it as good as the fried chicken? Um, it's fantastic. It is. It's just it's two different chickens. Yeah. It's like yeah, either you're in a chicken parm mood or you're in a fried chicken mood. I just feel like I haven't had fried chicken in years. Oh, okay. Well, we will do fried chicken then. I feel like I would be willing to toss my diet out the window for like a well, night of Miguel's yeah, one chicken. One night, yeah, for sure. One night. One night. Maybe fried chicken and mac and cheese. I'm just. I'm just saying, I'll help. Do y'all want to do that Saturday? I'm or do you want to go somewhere like, to eat? Well, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like I've been in like a party mood. So like at the house, you could like drink and, you know, keep drinking. Mm. That's my thought. I don't know. What do you want to do, Holly? I don't know. I'm I'm honestly open to either one of them. I, I could do, too. I could go out. Uh, to in, uh, We could just do it and save you money and just do it at your house. I can't. Well, I'll tell you what. When I if I do fried chicken night, it gets expensive, but oh. I love it. It's like that expense that I I will literally balk at buying like expensive jeans that I will wear for daily. three years daily. But when it comes to like spending seventy dollars on a fried chicken night, I that you're gonna eat once, once. and that's it. Yeah, no. I do it happily and I flip out of uh the the store. Oh man. Um, well, oh, think let's, on think, let's think on it. Think on it. Think on it. Well, it I, I will say, though, it also depends on my knee because I can't spend a lot of time on my you know knee. What? Nope, we're not making you cook on this knee. I don't yeah. get, it ain't it's gonna get better not by going Saturday. to be better by Saturday. Yeah, no, it's not going to. So, okay, okay. We're going to. Re- never mind. There we go. There well, we go. Maybe in the Dang. new year we could all get together again. Mm-hmm. I mean, my birthday is in January. That's true. See? Anyway. Maybe on your birthday. Let's talk about it. But I don't want you to do that soon. Your knee's not going to be better. 
I hope it's a little better by dang January. By January? Oh, what yeah. day is it? it? Oh, wow. I hope so. If it's still bad by January. If it's bad by gotta, Christmas, bro, I don't even really know what you off. did to it, though. I don't know. I have an orthopedic um, <laughs> appointment on Monday, so okay. just keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> Will do. But, okay, so... <laughs> All right. This is fine. We'll do the dinner at a restaurant, and okay. then maybe in January we could do some fried chicken type night. I'm ready for play it, girl. Asshole. I'll start. Yes, it will play asshole. I will start uh, marinating oh the chicken now. Y'all don't even know. That's so much fun. I, I used to be really fun, you guys. I'm, yeah. I used to be fun. I was like the fun friend. Um, My name was Ho. Come on. Holly, you were fun, and you were fun as of uh, a little over 10 years ago. Oh, oh. So, on my question and answer thing that I did when I was laid up this weekend at home with my bum knee, someone said, didn't y'all mention that Miguel and Holly kissed back in the day? Oh, my gosh. I don't remember what challenge it was that we did, but we kissed. This is, if you type in Miguel and Holly (laughs) kissing on YouTube, this video pops up. Of course it does. And this is from my personal, oh, that's my personal, (laughs) that's my old... <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm reading the description. Miguel Fuller lost another mixtape challenge. Why do you lose everything? Uh-huh. Wait, and why did we do a funeral mixtape challenge? Wow. Because we were really insensitive yes. back then. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, anyway, he spun the Wheel of Consequences. Remember the Wheel of Consequences? Oh, that's right. And landed on Kiss Another Member of the Morning Show for 10 seconds. Oh, 10 seconds? Yeah. That's a long By kiss. the way, I was thinking, like, you lost the challenge. Why was I in this? Uh, you just had to do it. I guess. All right. So this is from... Uh, where was the date? Uh, oh, Lord. 11 years ago. This is Holly and Miguel kiss on Island 106 in the morning. I want you to give me a five-second countdown, um, oh, Sarah. I'm so sad. I don't really want to do it. You're right for it. <laughs> awkward. Whenever you're ready, Sarah, count me down from five, and we're going to start them, okay? Try my lips off. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, God. Here we go. I'm stressed out. I'm five. Oh, God. Four. Here we go. Three. Yo, yeah, go. Close your mouth. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh. No, wait, no, wait, no, 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 okay, go, ten, nine, eight, no, that's not lip to lip, that's lip to upper lip, Holly, move your lips up, okay, there it goes, there it goes, oh, somebody slipping tongue in there, oh, man, Miguel's first kiss ever by a woman, there we go, very nice, round of applause for you guys, there was moistness, it was moist, I smelled his scent, Reactions from you guys. Holly, you kissed oh! in your life, Holly, how many guys have you kissed? A lot, I suppose. Just uh, give me a number. 50? Maybe 35. Okay. 40. And out of all those guys, where do you put Miguel on that chart? <laughs> he had very soft lips. He does. He has huge lips. <laughs> have you ever kissed a black man before, Holly? I have once. Uh-huh. But never a gay black man. <laughs> okay, let's uh let's go to Miguel Fuller. Who have you kissed a girl before? Uh so that was your adult. first female kiss since that, middle school? That was. Ah, I'm really excited. I'm really nervous in my stomach. Anything sexually changed for you? No. Still the same. <laughs> okay. Um, and there was no, I'm used to like scruffiness with the guys. So it was a little different. I, I had a little it. upper hair. I'm not upper hair. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, gotta get my uh, hair on. <laughs> it was fun though. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks, Holly. It was a good time. I'm well, having a cigarette now. Ah! This is like, uh, this is crazy for me. I've never seen a gay man kiss a straight girl before. Neither have I. My hands are kind of sweaty. Kind of like My it. stomach is nervous. I know you guys can get to work, so we're going to wrap okay. this thing up, okay? Yes. All right. What am I? Wow. That's so oh. awkward sounding. Yes, it was. <laughs>
Like, there's some kids right there. What are they doing? Like, we, Scott, what do you think? First reaction you from know, you. It's just, it's weird to see y'all that young. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird for me, too. I'll be honest with you. Oh, God. Uh, it's like we, we both had such higher pitch voices. I was going to say, why did I sound so shrieky? We're like, hey, guys, it's Miguel and Holly. I will tell you, I, I've gone through quite a few vocal changes in my life. <laughs> when I was working in Ohio, when I was even younger than that, they told me my voice was too high. And so I had to either put my headphones so loud I would hurt my ears or start smoking menthols to oh. lower it down. So for a while, Holly McKenzie, that's who I was in Ohio. Holly McKenzie sounded like really low. And when <sighs> Kramer hired me, he thought I was 40. And then when I started working with Kramer, he's like, why do you sound like that? And I wasn't a jock anymore. I was a morning show personality. So my voice just kind of naturally gravitated back up here. I don't know. Hey, guys. And then since then, my voice has kind of come back down to like a normal range. <laughs> now it's like I talk in my real speaking now voice. Now I almost am 40. So that's why I sound <laughs> like that. Oh, my God. I love it. All right, Holly, what's your social media? Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Scott? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. And I am at Miguel Fuller on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, all the fun places. Send us an email if you want a Miguel and Holly sticker, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. And make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and a rating. It'll really help us out. We appreciate it. And then Friday on the next podcast, Scott has something life-changing yeah. happening in his life this weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, this... This is... This is huge. This four-hour span of time this Saturday is going to make or break his career. This is such a first, and usually people do this the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I just do things a little differently, but... You, got, right. you got this. Here we go. What's happening? Find out on the next podcast. Catch up, catch, up. catch up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.